Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSO. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Uh-huh. Cherry Red. Cherry Red. One wizzy. Dizzy on the fizzy. What? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Come on, Var. I don't huh? think he does. <laughs> huh? <laughs> What? It is. I two- love how uh, Jonas always <laughs> points out cherry red. That's all I got. Yeah. It's the only thing I got. It's all I remember from. Do you know who red, that is singing the song? Um. Yeah. Who doesn't know who that is? Of course. Tell me. It's um. Lil, You're efforting. It's a uh, little Tylenol or whatever. His a name little is. little Tylenol. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Big his name Tylenol. Is. Yeah. That one too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably related. Who is? I it? need some Tylenol. It's. Uh, oh no. Yeah. Are you hurting that bad? Just p- pound some oh, water. Oh, bro. I'm home. I'm, I'm home, man. You know what I do when I get off of the airplane? I kiss the ground every time I get off the plane. What do other passengers think when you do that? I don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I just I, I want to see their reaction. Like I would love to have someone taping you do that, or filming you do that, and then see their reaction. It's it's it's. Very quick. It's it's uh, soon as I t- you know as soon as I touch the ground because you know I float in state college. I don't walk, but as soon as I touch down on the ground, I I kiss it because it's what made me. It's the ground that made me. I'm loyal to the soil, so to speak. What about so, North oh, Hills? Wow. That's where you became the yeah. hammer in North Hills. Yeah. yeah, that that's 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 a different type of origin, and know? and that 100 percent is a special, near and dear to my heart uh, place. But Penn State is Penn State. Like, that's just, this is, I love Penn State, man. You, you know, Brady Quinn has a list, like a to-do list, if you're dealing with a hangover, that is oh, yeah? 100% effective. Nine I put, steps. Yeah. I, I put my room to 91 degrees. Oh. <laughs> wow. 
and was dying for like what? four hours. Is it that cold there? No, it's warm. It's nice out. Why do you so high? I, I turned my room into a sauna. Oh, I see. I, I, I see. I, sw- I sweat it out. Sweat it huh. out. I do feel better than what I would have because coming into it, as as you guys could tell, coming into the show, um, I wasn't there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and I plan on going way harder today. I'm gonna yeah, give you some. Should. I'm gonna, you should. I'm gonna do some donating this morning. I'm gonna go donate to our firemen. Shouts out to our service members and our first responders. I'm gonna uh, be a part of us doing a donation and and and. Uh, part of this campaign where we match donations to fund our our local fire departments so that's the reason why i'm here not for the the spring game um but the fact that this event fell on blue white weekend well um tonight is going to be a movie for lavar yeah so, i'm i'm going to i'm going to uh, and you better believe it yeah you better believe it <laughs> so that's all happening uh, yeah. by the way this show two pros and a cup of joe is happening from the tirerack.com studios tirerack.com will help you get there an unmatched selection fast free shipping free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be so Odell Beckham Jr. was introduced to the media in Baltimore yesterday. And of course, you know, everybody wants to know about Lamar Jackson. And it, does this mean Lamar Jackson's going to return to Baltimore? And so Odell Beckham Jr. spoke with the media. And let's take a listen. Before you signed, you didn't get any assurances from Lamar that uh, you guys would be playing together this year? I didn't get any assurances for anything. You know, life's uncertain. To me, it just was excited about the possibility of that. You know, my thoughts would be that he would be here. I know that these two want him to be here. You know, at the end of the day, that's that's going to be up to them. Obviously, I would assume that it's going to work out. You know, I have that, that faith and that hope. Lamar, I know if you're watching, you know, you know, I would love to, to love to get to work with you. I'll, I'll talk to these guys over here and, um, you know, hopefully that gets done. Yeah, I'm sure, sure they. Oh my uh, gosh. Sure, they didn't talk at all while they were partying in Miami. Dad, uh, you know him signing in Baltimore. I'm sure. Yeah, but you know what that conversation? You know how that conversation goes? How's that? Odell's like, hey man, you know, do what you got to do, get whatever money you can. Like, he's not going to say something to Lamar that he wouldn't be exercising himself right now, right? Like. He's he took the contract that he took because no one else was coming close to that number for him. Uh, with, with his injuries and and the amount of games that he's played, and given his age and all that, no one else was going to pay o, o, OBJ fifteen million guaranteed. That's why he took this opportunity. It was about the money. It was about the contract. Mm-hmm. So you know he's not going to tell Lamar Jackson not to do that. Like hey yeah come play with me for a discount now. Like I, I came here. Under a, you know, playing for a premium, but I want you to play. A di- like players don't say that to one another. I mean, Lavar, am I wrong in that? No, you're absolutely spot on. You know, the one thing I found to be kind of interesting was he said these two guys here want you here, and so he was towing the the his new company, company line. line. Yeah, he was definitely towing it. So, but he did jump on it very quickly and say, look, he's got to do what he's got to do, and and he doesn't know, but. You know, for him to say, you know, mention that two guys in the organization want him there. I, I, I mean, you, had, you tell me, Q, did, did 
I don't know that that's necessary because that can be dissected. Like if you ask me, if if I'm the Baltimore media, I grab onto and it's like, huh, they're really trying to get Lamar Jackson signed and OBJ confirmed it. They want him here. It further it could further push the narrative towards why is Lamar Jackson the one that's not being signable versus why isn't the Baltimore Ravens signing Lamar Jackson? Right. Possible. I mean, that's how I look at it. No, I, yeah, I mean, it, again, OBJ is is the one that we definitively know is going to be playing this year for the Ravens. True. We, 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 we know that more so than we know Lamar. And you would expect OBJ is going to say all the right things, do all the right things, because, you know, th- this is his opportunity to – you know, maybe sign after this year an extension with the team if, if things go well. And they're that team that's invested in him and, and they want to build off of that, whether it's with Lamar Jackson or Tyler Huntley or whatever other quarterback. So um, it, it's – it's look, I don't know where Lamar thinks he's going to go from here. He's in a tough spot. He's got to hope that there's some teams in the draft that don't take a quarterback and then want to have a discussion and put in a potential offer – to either see if the Ravens will match that and it can eclipse what they've already offered, or he's got to play this thing out. And he's just got to play, you know, for 30-some million under the franchise tag, which, you know, again, it's hard to sit there and say you're not going to show up and do that. You know, they've got a new offensive coordinator. He needs to be there. Like, this isn't even so much for, like, his, his own well-being, but I think, you know, with the Ravens, but any other team. Like, if he wants to show and prove his value in the league, he has to do more than and say, just keep saying, well, I was an MVP. Like, okay, but this is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league. And if, if you can't, like, showcase the fact that, yeah, I've got OBJ, we've got El Aguilar, we've got Bateman, and now I've, I've been able to expand on my game. I mean, Big Ben said, what, yesterday, that teams aren't worried about his accuracy. And those are his words. I, I don't know that to be true so much. I, I do know when you look at some of the throw charts, the way they break down the passing, it was concentrated to certain areas of the field. And, and I think if he grows in that portion of his game, he's going to have a lot to negotiate with Baltimore or anyone else for that matter. But he's got to be able to get down a new system with Todd Munkin, and that's hard to do in one offseason, and especially with a potential new number one wide receiver you're trying to develop chemistry with. So, I, I, you know, he can wait till after the draft to decide kind of how he wants to play this thing out. But I just don't know that there's going to be much there for them outside of what the current situation is playing under the tag. Let me ask you guys this. Wouldn't it make more sense if you were a team in, and you're looking at Lamar Jackson and you are legitimately interested in Lamar Jackson and you know that the potential is you're going to have to give up two first-round picks if Baltimore doesn't match the offer. Wouldn't it make more sense for you as an organization to offer that deal after the draft so you didn't have to give up this year's one? I'm glad you brought that up as a question. Good. You can tackle that one, Q. Yeah, the, 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 pro- the problem is as an organization, you know, how do you go about, you know, saying, hey, we weren't interested, now we're interested? Are you just saying, well, we didn't get the guy we wanted in the draft, or the draft didn't work out the way we want, and now we're interested? You know, and, and even with the two first-round picks or two future first-round picks, there's also the, the thought that you've got to provide an offer that at least eclipses what we know, and that's what – you know, Lamar's made public, and that's $133 million fully guaranteed at signing. And then I guess with, with what Albert Breer put together, you know, there was two more years on that that get it closer to $175, $200 million, whatever it is. Yeah. You have to be an organization that's willing to do that, willing to give up two future first-round picks, 
And on top of that, you know, have a dramatic change in your scheme, which I've said and I'll continue to say, Atlanta's the one team that when you looked at what they were doing offensively last year, it wouldn't be that big of a pivot from what they were doing. And it still makes the most sense to me of any of the teams. And we could say, well, hey, Arthur Blank might not want to give away a bunch of guaranteed money. He did that with Matt Ryan towards the end. It didn't really work out quite as well. But you can also make the case that, well, Arthur Blank's already done that before. So he might be more likely to do it for who he believes to be a franchise quarterback again. But outside of Atlanta, I just, I'm not sure who else is going to be a bidder unless, you know, the Colts don't get the guy they want, even though they've said a number of times publicly they don't. Uh, Las Vegas has Jimmy G, so what are they going to stack Lamar and Jimmy G if they wouldn't, didn't go with one? You know, Seattle has Geno. There's just you, you go through all the scenarios, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Washington's probably the other one that could make some sense. Maybe Tampa. I mean, it, you could look at some other teams that, you know, they might need a quarterback to fall to them, and, and that, that could make some sense. I, I just – I don't see it. I think Baltimore is the best place for him moving forward. Atlanta's the, the second best, I would say. A, a non-Baltimore team, Atlanta makes the most sense. Also because, and we mentioned this you know, this week, what's the plan at quarterback there? Is, are you just going to go with Desmond Ritter and, and Taylor Heineke and just say, all right, here we go. Like Let's let's roll with this. They've got weapons there. I mean, there, there's talent around the quarterback position. It, like that, Atlanta feels like the team that would be the no-brainer, yet there's been nothing and, and they've been – telling everybody that, you know, we're not interested, we have a plan, and they're going to be the odd man out. If they're not moving up to three uh, or to two, depending on, you know, some of the stories out of Houston and Arizona, I just don't know how Atlanta rolls into next season and expects to compete with Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke, at quarterback. I bet you that's what Lamar Jackson is and his camp are banking on, hoping for, is that something shakes in the draft that that causes somebody who has had moderate to maybe lukewarm to warm interest in the Lamar Jackson scenario makes it heat up. I, I, I think the draft could have that impact. It could be a horrible it could be a horrible measurement. It could be a horrible miss. But in the end, it doesn't really hurt Lamar to continue to wait. And he's waited this long. So I think that that's probably what they're they're hoping for is that something happens in this draft that would lead somebody to say, let's go get Lamar Jackson, man. Like, let's do it. That's when you have that those those competitive juices flowing. We're going to stick it to you. This is going to make our team better. We're going to sell some jerseys. We're going to sell some tickets. We're going to sell some excitement, some hope. There's the possibility that that could take place. In the draft. Yeah, yeah, I could. I mean, with Washington, I keep going back to this. You got a new ownership group coming in. You got Ron Rivera, who's that steady hand. And and I know they don't want to hear this, and I'm sure they've said, you know, inside, internally, and maybe even it's leaked out publicly. They have a lot of faith in Sam Howell. Caleb Williams is from the D.C. area. He's going to be the number one overall pick in next year's draft. I would not be shocked if when the Josh Harris group takes over, they're saying to themselves, look, let's just take this year to reset, get our feet kind of dug in and and what we want to do moving forward, but let's be in a position where we don't have to do much to go get that quarterback because no one who's in the position to take Caleb Williams is trading out of that spot, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're not – and I don't think you're going to find a team that's number one overall that doesn't need a quarterback. 
So it, it's to me, I, I look at it and just say it sets up so well for the Washington Commandos or football <laughs> team, whatever they end up becoming. I'm gonna call them the, the Commanders name. now. I, I just gotta tell you guys that. I mean, oh come on, I'm not gonna make fun of hey, them we anymore. We had a deal. Oh really? Yeah, I'm not. Once the sale takes place, I'm not making fun of them anymore. Well, I don't think it's taking place yet. I think they yeah. just agreed to yeah. terms. I know. So. And I got some, that's we got some runway still, here. And it may I'm not be, still call them commandos at times. And, and it may not be I'll official. It may not be official to like training camp. So I mean, for at least until August, can we hold on to commandos? I mean, I will go back and forth in between commanders and commandos. Okay. Okay. That's that's not saying that you guys have to follow my lead on this. That's I'm just saying I have I have a new renewed hope for my former team. That's what I'll say. That's good. You should. Yeah. There's some sentimental. There's a lot of sentimental value attached to, to it. I'm just very selective with how I talk about it because I don't like the owner. I don't like the current owner. So I, I generally choose to not really have too much to say about it. Can I just uh, ask this question? Uh, you mentioned the scenario, Brady, where Caleb Williams is the guy at number one, and maybe they just do a reset year here. So does that mean that Ron Rivera gets clipped and that Lincoln Riley is the next head coach of the Washington Commandos next season? Or Eric B. Enemy. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, or Eric could slide up into that. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it sets up to be one of that, one of those two potential situations, if he was, right? God, Ron Rivera probably thinks to himself, finally got rid of Dan Snyder. Now we can think, get things back on track. And then they put together a two-win crap bag, and he gets fired at the end of this upcoming season. That's too bad. But, you know, he'll be all right. At least Dan Snyder's gone. Everybody's happy. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. With you. you can listen to us, as always, Bye. on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios. Bye, Danny. There is rumblings about a major change for one team in the NFL. We'll tell you who that is next. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up in about 20 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to have another edition of Over Unders as we send you into the weekend. You know, with a little bit of a gambling theme, because that's always fun. So we'll get into that for you again a little over 20 minutes from now here on FSR. So if you've been listening to this show, you know, a couple of days ago, I believe it was two days ago, Brady Quinn hinted at a potential surprise, not only near the top of the draft, but also after the draft. And I thought it was the Atlanta Falcons that he was referring to that apparently this is a team who looks like they need a quarterback but might go in the opposite direction. And now all of a sudden it's starting to make some sense. We had a conversation with Albert Breer yesterday, and other reports are starting to become more and more evident that we could be seeing some changes in Houston when it comes to the Houston Texans picking number two overall, and that Nick Casario, the general manager, could be out after the draft and potentially heading back to New England. And then you've got the 49ers assistant GM who could be taking over in Houston. So we've got massive changes that 
could be taking place, and it involves the Houston Texans, which also, by the way, the Will Anderson being a real possibility at two for Houston is picking up steam as well, too. How about Brady Quinn trying to hint at that earlier in the week, and then it drops a couple of days later? Look at you. So sourcing. this is um, this is some Game of Thrones type-ish going on, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have D'Amico Ryans who comes in as the head coach. The Texans were in a kind of a pretty bad spot when when he accepted the job. And in order to get reassurances when you're a first-time head coach to make sure that you go in and you have everything you need to be successful, you want power. It's not just about the contract. You want to have power, power over the roster, power over certain decisions. And I I think when D'Amico Ryans got there, he probably wanted to exercise some of the power in regards to the draft and how he sees things. And and I would not be shocked at all if D'Amico Ryans didn't look at the success that they've had in San Francisco and say, this was largely built based off our defense and being able to create stability for our team and load up with some really talented players. And, you know, we don't necessarily have to have a quarterback who I, I believe they've stated, he's stated has to be the savior now, the only problem with that that whole logic and theory is, is they haven't won a Super Bowl. So they've, they've had a lot of success in San Francisco, but they, they haven't won a Super Bowl um, with that philosophy, at least when he, when he was a part of the, the 49ers. So the, the hard thing is, is he's going to go in there, but he's working with a guy who's a general manager that you know he might know and be familiar with, but he doesn't have a working relationship with. Who does he have a working relationship with? Adam Peters. Adam Peters is one of the best in the NFL as far as a talent uh, evaluator and, and, and a scout. He was with the Denver Broncos um, where, you know, I, I believe him and John Lynch had somewhat of a relationship. So as soon as John Lynch went up to the 49ers to take over as their general manager, who do you think he tabbed as one of the first people he wanted to bring in? Adam Peters. So Adam Peters is now in San Francisco, but there's no doubt at all, I would imagine he wants the general manager job, and he's got a good working relationship with D'Amico Ryans. So this whole scenario could play out where you see D'Amico maybe take who he wants at two, or they trade back out of that spot for another team that wants a quarterback at number two, and then they try to go after either a quarterback with that second pick or they just take the best player available and they move forward with this sort of uh, game plan, I guess, you know, and then Casario moves on and, and Peters moves in. It's, it's not impossible to happen. This is this is very, very, very much how things work, especially when it comes to the front office before and after the draft. It's cutthroat, man. Well, Ned Stark, <laughs> he had his eye on just being the hand of the king, but... Then Ned was tragically removed, and then everything, all hell broke loose. And then now you have Joffrey sitting there, and he's running amok. And you're looking at Jon Snow. He's been sent to the wall. And now we're looking at the dragons and Khaleesi. They haven't been birthed yet, but it's close. Uh, Khaleesi. How Drago has laid stake and laid claim to being part of what may take place in terms of them taking over the games of throne, the iron throne. And that's what's going on in Houston right now. So you're telling me that D'Amico Ryans has got Nick Casario's head on a spike outside the castle. Is that what's happening here? For everybody to see. Jeez. 
That's exactly. Yeah, thank you for summing it up for me. Because that's exactly what Joffrey was doing. He was putting heads on spikes before before they poisoned him and got him up out of there. But and Littlefinger was conspiring. Now I don't know who the little yeah. finger is in this scenario. Probably me. Uh okay. Oh wow. oh. oh. Oh God. I'm just gonna stop there. No, I'm not that's okay. Again, you guys take you guys take it in a direction. You take it in a direction it doesn't need to go. How do you want us to interpret that? All right. Yeah, there's. Yeah. Yes, I do. I mean, how, do you, how do you want us to interpret that? Yeah, Bert, little finger. Yeah, Bert, Berto, I do remember those. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> that was Berto's highlight for the show. <laughs> yeah, they were. The dog piles. Yeah, that was uh, that was his, his uh, highlight from the show. Uh, Khaleesi, by the way. Man, oh man. The, yeah, she. Giggity, giggity, the, giggity, giggity. Yeah, she was the mother of dragons. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Some lucky she dragons. Could, I'll tell you. She that. could take that. Uh, Fire really well. Didn't get burnt. Yeah. You know? What a great yeah. show. Yeah. It's a fun show. I mean, I, I loved it. You know. Well, I don't know. Why, if, if you feel like you're going to make a change at GM, why would you do it after the draft? Like, Wait, it, any of the work that's been done on the draft and the prospects is pretty much done at this point. You know, now it's just about the decision makers finalizing how they think and what they want the draft board to be and, and different potential decisions and then coming up the values you know if there's trade scenarios and all that right you're, you're kind of mocking those things up you know I, I remember talking to rick spielman about this about a month ago and he said we would have all our guys look at mock drafts and i kind of laughed i was like well why would you pay any attention to what guys who don't have the type of access to health information and mental evaluations and the interviews and workouts why would you care what they think he goes oh no we don't care what they think he goes we we wanted to see different scenarios play out. He goes, so sometimes you get these wild scenarios that we're like, this isn't even possible, but it's a good exercise to go through it to see how we would react, what would be our response to it. So, um, you know, most of the evaluations are done. It's really just about getting a sense for who you're going to take in those spots and then playing out different scenarios. And, and so you'll see a lot of times turnover in front offices around this time or after the draft. And so you allow those scouts and other folks involved to potentially land somewhere else for another opportunity. Nick Casario was doomed the second he got there because it was right after he got there that the Deshaun Watson stuff fell apart and he demanded a trade and they just never were able to find footing. And he was the guy that had to, you know, basically face the media and explain the the decision. Were they going to trade Deshaun Watson? Were they not going to trade him? Try and convince him the multiple head coaches. Like if you're Nick Casario, you got to be happy to get the hell out of there, right? At least you go back to New England, someplace you're familiar with, and, and just get away from the disaster that the Houston Texans is. I mean, that, that team is a mess. So if you're Casario, hey, listen, your head's on a spike outside the castle. Is he, Why not? Is he, is he going back to another uh... – Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> if, he he, back to, if he goes back to uh, one of the other houses, New England, yeah, one, of, one of the other families. It, it ain't clean over there either. Yeah, but in comparison to Houston, I mean, like, look, the Commandos look almost clean in comparison to Houston over the past several years. And and just when Casario got there, having to have the Deshaun Watson issue just fall on his lap, and he's the guy who's got to figure out how to move on from him and, and try and get enough compensation and, and everything from there. It just felt like he, he never had a real opportunity in Houston. So I'm sure he's probably happy to be killed off in this episode so he can go back mm. to hang out with Bill Belichick. 
you know, hmm. get the old band back together there in New England. So old band. Yeah. So there is uh, that is your update on the Houston Texans and that whole situation. Little finger. Uh, also, you remember Doug Whaley when he was the GM in Buffalo yeah. and they fired him right after the draft and he still hung out in Buffalo and was having beers at like the anchor bar afterwards. You think Nick Casario is going to sit around Houston and have a couple of cocktails after he gets clipped the the Monday after the draft? Or do you think he just goes straight back to New England and hangs out with Brady's in-laws, throws back a couple of pints of Sam Adams back there? What do you think his plan is after he gets gets taken out by D'Amico Ryans and everybody in Houston? What do you think his next I, move I, is? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't really care either. Okay, I mean, that's fair. I, I, he can do whatever he wants at that point. That's oh, fair. Find an opportunity yeah. to be gainfully employed again if they're moving on in that capacity. It, it may be a scenario where he just decides to move on on his own. D'Amico doesn't clip him or then fire him, and then it creates the vacancy for for Adam Peters to to move into that spot. Yeah, but how about me? Yeah. How about me dropping Doug Whaley knowledge on you right there? Just throw that right in your lap here on a Friday morning. A There's a lot of other things you threw in there that I was a little. Not really sure what the hell is going on. That's all right. It happens from time to time. Uh, Take is, that, little finger. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com forward slash match. We are going to have some over-unders coming up here shortly. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, this is the king of this castle. He's Eddie Garcia. All right, thank you, Jonas. We start with news from the NFL, where, as you've been talking about this morning, Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder reportedly reaching a preliminary non-exclusive agreement to sell the team for a record $6.05 billion to Josh Harris, co-owner of the Philadelphia 76ers in the NBA and the New Jersey Devils in the NHL. Speaking of the NHL, second to last day of the regular season, all but one of the playoff matchups is now set. You had the Hurricanes winning the Metropolitan Division title, beating the Panthers 6-5. to Carolina's going to face the New York Islanders in the first round. Golden Knights win the Pacific Division, beating the Kraken in, the, in Seattle 3-1. to one. Vegas wins the division and will face Winnipeg in the first round. Bruins over the Canadians 5-4. to four. Boston ends the regular season with an NHL record, 65 wins and 135 points. Boston will face Florida in the first round of the playoffs. And the Avalanche down the Jets 4-2 while the Stars shut out the Blues 1-0. So Carl has to win their final game on Friday to take the Central Division title. If they lose, then Dallas will hold on to that top spot in the division. In baseball, the Rays make it 3 13 straight wins to start the season, tying a major league record. 9-3, they beat the Red Sox at sweep a four-game series. Brewers are 9-4, leading the Central Division in the National League after beating the Padres in San Diego 4-3. Twins are on top in the AL Central. They have a 9-4 record. They hit three home runs in the first inning, scored nine times in the Bronx in that opening inning en route to an 11-2 victory over the Yankees. Pirates shut out the Cardinals 5-0. The Orioles walk off with an 8-7 win over the A's. Reds beat the Phillies 6-2, and the Tigers top the Blue Jays 3-1. Now back to the Lavar Aaron. Brady Quinn and Jonas Knox on the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. So, Eddie, you're telling me we've got to root for Jack Johnson coming up later on. Like, that's uh, rooting for him and the Avs to get this done so they can get back to the postseason and win the well, division. I, is that where I we're at? Certainly, obviously, Brady is. And yeah. I know you, uh, you've you met him before. you got a jersey signed by him. Of course. So you're a fan there. and Big support. 
He, he did get a jersey signed, but then he complained about you know the inscription. Which, oh, come I mean, on, Joe. There you can't no, complain no about complaints. an inscription when you get a jersey signed. There was no I complaints. Agree. I had no issue with the messaging. It was the marinara that was spilled on it that I probably mm. that I had a little Ooh. bit of an issue with. Because if I that wanted, gave it, that gave it personality. Yeah, I know. But yeah. if, if, if I want to sell that, I don't want people to think that I was making pizza at home. If when, you want to sell it? Yeah, I mean, if I got to make a little bit of extra money and I want to sell wow. a Jack Johnson autographed Penguins jersey, then I got to do what I got to do. I don't want it to be ruined. And now it feels like it's taken some of the value out of it. By the way, I meant to ask you this yesterday. 16 years uh, the Penguins had made the playoffs. Oh, consecutive years. No, no, I was, I was curious. 16, I thought it was 17. No, it was 16. 16, 16 years ago, Jonas, as a Penguins fan, wh- where were you? Can I tell you a true story? Yeah. So this was after the lockout, I believe. It was shortly after. When, when the NHL came back, they had a big sale on on merchandise, and I remember I bought a Pittsburgh Penguins shirt, and there was no H on the shirt. Like they they screwed up mass producing it, so at the end of Pittsburgh, it just ended with a G. Like so, Harrisburg. Yeah, so I still have that shirt somewhere, and that was when I knew that okay, this is going to be a little while before they figure this out. And then it wasn't at all. It was a couple of years. They won a cup. It went on a hell of a run. They won back-to-back cups and then thought they could bring back a bunch of older players this year, pay everybody, and everything was going to go smooth and realized, yeah, we still got an issue at goaltender and we got health problems and now they're out of the postseason. So, you know, you know D- how that Didn't goes, really Eddie. answer the question, though. I told you. I, I bought a Penguin shirt. No, where, what, how how old you. were you? Where, were, were you, like, in South Carolina at that point? No, or? I was still in California. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't even in radio back then. I was still trying to find my way. Like in high school? No, I think I was. uh, I was just out of high school, and I think I was. I working at. Oh, were you the rat? No, I would. I want. Oh, jeez. I think I was doing. I think I was doing. Littlefinger. I think I was doing telemarketing. If I'm not mistaken. Wow. Yeah. It was a fun ride. A lot of stories there too. Well, it was a nice uh, run though for it. Hey, 16 years. Yeah. And they're going to be in the draft lottery, right? Uh, no, I don't think they are. No. Okay, so they they don't apply. So they didn't make the playoffs, so they're not allowed to be in the draft lottery? No, I think the draft lottery is just for the bottom six, something like that. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Hey, hey, Eddie, what's the, are there, is there any stakes on the line at night for Colorado versus yeah, Nashville? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they win, they win the division. If they don't, they don't. Yeah, they, right, they but they're still in the playoffs. I mean, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Jonas kind of they kind of led the, us to believe it otherwise. But I no, like, I mean, I don't think that's right. No, I'm just I was talking about the division. Like I'm oh, focused right, on the yeah, division. Yeah, yeah. yeah me, okay. Like yeah. me personally, you got to win the division, and then everything else comes secondary. You focus mm-hmm. on that first. Do, do you feel like that matters so much in hockey? I, I mean, how many Presidents Cup winners have won the Stanley Cup the last over two decades? I think it's like four teams. You know, I don't know. Who cares? The Bruins, well, Bruins I, won 65 games. That's impressive enough. They should give them the cup right now and just cancel the playoffs. Yeah, That's me. kind of the point mm-hmm. I'm I would, making. I would though. vote against that. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> literally the point I'm making is history has stood and, and stared that dead in the face and has actually been the opposite. Eddie, you going with Boston to win it or the field? No, nah, I'm taking, taking Tiger Woods. I'm taking Boston. Yeah. They're playing really well. They are. All year. Ridiculous. Who's going to be the first-round matchup? Uh, they're playing Florida, which is actually a pretty oh. pretty good matchup. Oh, come on. Yeah, I was going to say, that could be interesting. They've, they've one of those teams that's been in playoff mode for like a month because they've had to. So Yeah, yeah. But still, I think I think it's still Boston. They'll be, they'll be Florida, though, I think. I, I don't think, want I, them to. but Yeah, I think so, too. Why don't you want them to? Because that's the hometown team? Yeah. How yeah, far away is Sunrise from uh, Fort Lauderdale? It's just directly west. Okay. 
They probably got a lot less water and a lot yeah. less rain than we've had the past couple of days, is my guess. Wow. There it is. There's uh, there's an update on the final night of the regular season in the NHLs. We get ready for the postseason. That's how it's done. A couple of, couple of guys talking hockey here on the program. It is two pros and a cup of joe here. Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. Coming up next here from the Tyrac.com studio. Some over-unders, a Friday tradition as we head into the weekend right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. Somebody in the NFL is trying to convince you of something. They're trying to convince you of themselves. A real sell job in the National Football League. We'll get into that for you again a little over 10 minutes from now before we get to another edition of Over-Unders here on a Friday. want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lying, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under. All right, lead the lap first. Uh, how'd we do last week? Guys, we started with the Masters last week, and we had asked if Tiger Woods would have over under three and a half birdies in round two. He did, in fact, have two birdies, so he hit the under on that one, you guys. That was for Jonas. No, I'm sorry. LeVar hit the under on that one. Yeah, LeVar was hating on him. But Jonas is the one who hit the over on number of live golfers that would finish in the top ten. We had a good couple number in there. We had Brooks Koepka, Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, uh, amongst others. I'm a live guy. No need for four rounds. Give me three and I'm out. That's what Kepka said. Yeah. He's doing all right, though. Yeah, he's doing great. (laughs) Made a lot of money. By the way, you see his his better half might be in uh, the SI swimsuit edition. Not bad. Looking like a linebacker? Not at all. Oh, Oh, that's not at all. That's for you, not me. Okay. What else, Lee? Guys, everyone... I'll take the under on that swimsuit edition, Lee. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm in over. I'm in over. <laughs> everyone everyone thought the Mavericks would make the NBA playoffs. They, in fact, missed it, so everyone missed on that one. Everyone did take the under on four and a half rounds between Pereira and Adisanya. Adisanya got the... Adisanya. Damn it. Brady taught me that. I didn't know that one. I'll never get that one. So everyone got that one correct, and LeVar correctly predicted that Aaron Rodgers would not be traded by this time over the week. So LeVar wins the round, three Son and two. Me. Brady, you had Arnie. two two wins, and uh, Jonas, you had one. Kiss my ass, Lee. No, you had two as well. 
Oh, thank you. I'll no, take no, that no. Back, it sounds Lee. better when he had one. Sounds better when we had one. Take that back. All right, so the real season starts now. Enough with this exhibition crap. Um, yeah. That's right. The real season does start now. That season being USFL yeah! season two. Yes. As the Stallions try to defend their championship, they open up against the Generals tomorrow on Fox. Over under in this game, 40 points. Over. Take the over. Under. Under. I want LeVar Arrington type defense, all right? Yeah. Under. I'm taking the over because the XFL has already started and everyone's talking about the XFL. I think the USFL is going to let some things slide. They want to show a better product and it's going to be a high scoring affair. Over. Guys. I'm taking over. I took the over. <laughs> the Rays have a 13 game winning streak to start the season. They start their next series at Toronto. Will the winning streak go over under 14 and a half? Uh, they have a good matchup this evening. Rasmussen. Who cares? Rasmussen. Who cares? Yeah, it's, it's, it's over a great on by LeVar. I, I'm going to say the over. I hope it keeps going, but I think I'm going to be wrong. So, yeah. Hey, Lee, uh, bear with me for one second here. Oh, no. Ah, ah, Why does this ah, typing ah, sound ah, so light today? Oh, no. I'm going to go with the under, Lee. I like it. I I'll like it. Fellas, attendance at the Penn State spring game last year was 62,000. Over, under 62,000. Over. Under. LeVar's there. Under. No, over. Yeah, I'm take the over on that one. No. Yeah, LeVar's there, baby. No. It's going to be big. I'm take the other. I think, I, I think weather's an issue. I think uh, just, you know, very Weather won't qu- be an issue. It's going to rain a little bit, but it's not going to be an issue. Questionable decisions. I think everybody is now no questionable longer. Questionable decisions. Yeah, yeah by I mean, James Franklin, a quarterback. I think I think everybody has steered. Their, they've steered their focus from Penn State football. Berto's just going to hit the bail. Huh? I, I, think, okay. I think they're all focused on Bo Nickel, the rising. MMA star out of Penn State. I mean, why not? Yeah. So unless he goes, I just can't see. I mean, did you see how many uh, national titles we won this year? National title winners we had no. in wrestling? A lot. Yeah. It's a lot. I'll take the over on that. I'll tell you that. All right, Lee, what else we got? NBA play-in tournament continues tonight. Bulls at Heat, Thunder at Timberwolves. Number of road teams that make the playoffs at a half. Under. Under. Who are the away teams? Bulls exactly. and Thunder. Y'all saying under. I'm going to take the over. <laughs> All right, Lee, what's the last one? Lastly, my birthday's tomorrow. Number yeah. of drinks I share with Todd. He works in the evening. Number of drinks I share with Todd, four and a half. Over. Over, yeah. Like same straw share? Like, what do you mean sharing? <laughs> like, uh, you know, oh, cheering each other. Sharing. Oh, right. cheering. Oh, dude, definitely over. I thought you meant like literally sharing drinks. Like, oh, I can see that. They're going to share Brady yeah. Quinn. Like Lady in the Tramp when they eat the spaghetti? Yeah. Yes, Todd, exactly. Todd, had, well Todd had hit the over while he was doing the interview. That's true. Ago. Over. Yeah. Taking the over. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 